0: Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Testimony Tuesdays. I think that's what we're calling it, right? Testimony Tuesdays. Okay, I got a thumbs up from the back. So um, I hope everybody has had a great week so far. um, I know the beginning of the week is usually the most hectic for me. I don't know about you guys, but um, hopefully tonight's testimony will um, lift your spirits just a little bit. Hello. Okay. All right. Hopefully tonight's testimony will lift your spirits a little bit. Um, I do want to um, thank Pastor and Sister Green for giving me the opportunity to share my testimony tonight. Um, This has been something that has been on my heart for a while, um, but I was just kind of waiting for God to open the right door, the right opportunity, the right time, um, and here we are. So, um, I'm not big on talking to groups. Luckily for me, there's like four people here, but I know there's a lot of you at home watching. Um, My college speech class was online, which I thought was cool then, but it's really cool now because it prepared me a lot more for stuff like this, um, talking to not much but a camera. Um, So I've really been struggling to put my testimony together because I feel like there are so many parts to it. And I'm not trying to talk your ears off tonight. I'm going to try to make this a quick and condensed version. um, But I feel like we all have multiple testimonies throughout our lives. And each of those are for a different purpose, um, whether it's so we can relate better to somebody that we are trying to minister to or whether those um, things open up a door to meet somebody and uh testify to them that we may not have had the opportunity to otherwise so i definitely think that the things that we go through in our lives um and the many testimonies that we tend to collect i feel like it's kind of a collection of things um, they all share a purpose um so tonight i felt to share like i said a condensed version of um, my collection of testimonies that i have had from my 29 years on this earth Um, and that no matter how far I have strayed from God, he has always been right beside me. He has been patient. He has been faithful. He has been a nurturer um, when I didn't really have one. He has been a provider, um, a healer many times, and a protector um, amongst other things. So the verse um, that was on my heart tonight is Psalms 13, 5 through 6, which I didn't give this to anybody, but I'm just going to read it for you guys. It says, but I trust in your unfailing love. My heart rejoices in your salvation. I will sing the Lord's praise for he has been good to me. And um, I came across this a while back whenever I was reading through my Bible. I think last year it was, and I made a note of it um, because I knew that this is what I wanted to use when I shared my testimony. I will sing the Lord's praise, for he has been good to me. That is the part that stuck out. I don't know how many times in my life, now that I am 29 and I can look back, how many times things have happened in my life, and now I know that there was no other explanation for it but God. So I'm going to try to give you guys a short backstory of um, kind of my life, and and then I'm going to kind of talk about the things that God has done for me. Um, so a lot of people don't know this. I was adopted by my stepdad. Um, I never met my biological dad. Um, he and my biological mom divorced when I was little bitty, maybe a year or two. Um, and then my stepdad came into my life when I was three. And... Obviously, when I was three, I didn't know how big of a blessing it would be at the time, um, but he said that he he fell in love with me and knew that he wanted to adopt me, and so he did, and then a few years later, after my brother was born, my biological mom got addicted to drugs, um, and she was not okay, and she was not stable enough for my brother and I to be around, so... My dad ended up taking both of us um, and kind of getting out of that situation and became a single dad to raise my brother and myself, um, which, looking back now, my dad was only 26 or 27 when he made that decision. And to me, that's like, wow. I mean, that's a big decision to make, to take on two children um, as a single parent. And he did it, and it completely changed my life forever because had he not adopted me and had he not felt to get us out of that situation, I would have been raised by a drug addict. And there's no telling how much different my life would have been. So even in that short amount of my life, I was protected. God already had a plan. He sent somebody to save me from the life that I would have had. So That alone is a giant testimony in my life. Um, So growing up, I was raised in a Baptist church. Um, I had a solid upbringing of general, um, you know, Christian beliefs. And while obviously Baptists um, have different beliefs than we do, um, I was able to have a solid start in my, you know, trusting God, my faith in God. Um, my prayer life, it was something that we prayed every single night before I went to bed. That's something I wouldn't have had otherwise, right? So um, a lot of people don't even get that much. A lot of people, a lot of children are born into families that don't know Christ at all. There are people who never will have the opportunity to know Christ because, simply because of the family that they were born into. Um, But I was blessed, and I was given the opportunity to um, be raised in a home that did believe in God, and they did pray, and they did send me to church camp every summer. And that is, once again, another testimony of my life. Um, Growing up, two of my closest friends were actually Pentecostal. They went to um, the Pentecostal church down the street from my little Baptist church. And when I was not at my church, I was at their church. And um, I was the, you know, little girl who was wearing pants and, you know, wearing makeup and jewelry um, to the Pentecostal church. And I was loved and I was accepted and I was treated just as as I was one of, you know, one of their own. And I always felt comfortable there. I always felt comfortable um, spending time at their church and praying and worshiping. So when I was 12, I had the opportunity to go to church camp with their church. And we actually um, were at the church camp that is in Lufkin on the TBC campgrounds. Um, I think it was the second to last night of camp that I received the Holy Ghost um, when I was 12. And that, sorry, even just up to the age of 12, God had already been preparing me and planting seeds for my 26-year-old self to walk through these doors at AFZ. So fast forwarding, um, when I was 13, so I, a year later, my dad remarried, and the woman that he married was actually raised Pentecostal. Her dad was um, a pastor at a church in Kansas, and while she was no longer um, going to the Pentecostal church, she still believed in a more spiritual church. Well, my dad still believed, um, you know, kind of the Baptist, Southern Baptist. You know, we go to church. We're there for an hour no matter what. You know, we get out our hymnals. And he was very like, we don't lift our hands to pray and worship and none of that. Um, So as you can probably imagine, they had a really hard time choosing a church for our family, Um, which in turn meant that we didn't go a lot. We turned into the Easter, Christmas, that's pretty much it, (laughs) um, family. And as a 13-year-old, 14-year-old, you know, and as I grew as a teenager, that wasn't healthy for me to no longer have a a, a church. Um, And I will say that we hear so many times how important it is to be equally yoked with your partner. Well, I was able to experience firsthand the importance of that because my parents not being equally yoked in their beliefs was the reason that we just ended up not going to church at all. So that led to a very rough 20s for me. Um, I was in and out of abusive abusive and toxic relationships. I battled um, sexual immorality. I at one point worked for a modest modeling company. I used um, weed, I drink alcohol, and with all of those things combined, of course, I battled anxiety and depression. Um, and I was actually on medication for those things for years. I was in multiple car accidents that could have been fatal, that um, God protected me from. And I was engaged at one point, um, and almost married to somebody that would not go to church with me. Um, and I was unhappy, but I was stubborn. And I did not want anybody to know that we did not have the perfect relationship. Everybody, everybody thought that everything was this great, happy life. We had everything. But on the inside, I knew that I needed more and that it wasn't what was going to be best for me long term. So I prayed. And God made a way for me to cut off that engagement And he made a way for me to make it on my own afterward. All of those things that I just talked about battling in my 20s, I have overcome since I have been at this church. Um, It has been almost four years now. It will be four years in November since my first service here at AFC, Um, I came on a Sunday night um, evening service, and that night God refilled me with the Holy Ghost, and since that moment, I have not had to be on my medication for anxiety and depression. I have not battled with drugs or alcohol um, and God has continued to bless me abundantly he has opened the doors for jobs and better jobs he has blessed me with friends closer than I could have ever thought I would have um He has given me a pastor and a pastor's wife who have become almost parents to me because mine do not have a solid walk with God. They have been an example, and they have been there for me no matter what. Um, I have... Received all of the things in the prayer to open up the heavens that we always talk about. Inheritances, bonuses, checks in the mail. All of the things. And. I look back on my life and I. Can't help but. See all the times that. I may have walked away from God, but he never walked away from me. I may have strayed, but he was still there. He was patient with me. I was given mercy and grace that I definitely do not deserve. And we always talk about how Jesus left the 99 for the one. And I always think about that as one time. He left the 99, he went to get the one, brought the one back, and that was it, right? Well, every time I think about me being the one, I think about a little toddler that is just getting into everything, they just learned how to walk, and their parents are constantly chasing after him this way, chasing after him that way. And it's a little comical to think about, but it's also super special to me because Every single time, God left the 99 for me. He came back. He found me, brought me back, and if I strayed again, he did it again. And I remember being little and praying at night and trying to wrap my head around God, trying to wrap my head around how how could he just have been there there was nothing how could he have just been there can you i mean it's hard for us to imagine as adults can you you know as a kid i'm just like there's no way it doesn't make sense but as i've gotten older and as i've been able to look back on my life i have seen so many times and not just my life but in the lives of others i have seen god's hand in so many things he has blessed me and I want to encourage everybody tonight that while you may battle things still, you may have battled things in your past, those things that I talked about, the abusive and toxic relationship, you know, using weed, um, battling with sexual immorality, all of those things were things that God was able to heal me from. God was able to save me from those things. And there is nothing that you can do that is going to take you away from the love of God. So I hope that encourages somebody tonight. Um, God has done so many things for me. And he ended up bringing things full circle for me. Um, like I said I get really emotional <laughs> when I talk about, you know, how God has kind of known from the beginning what his plan was for me. And it's really cool to see, like I said, it's really cool to see it come full, full circle to have been, you know, our kids this week, um, our junior youth there at camp. And last year I got to drop off my first group of youth at the same camp where I was able to receive the Holy Ghost for the first time. And that to me is just incredible, how God knows. He knows when you're born. He knows when you're three. He knows when you're 12. When you're 22 and and struggling, he knows when you're 26. And... I'm so thankful for this church, the members of this church that have embraced me. Um, I love you guys. Thank you all for watching. If you're still hanging out, hopefully I didn't talk your ear off um, or give you more information than you wanted to know. But um, God is so good, and I am so thankful, um, and I hope everybody has a blessed evening.